Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. With all the focus on Election Day itself, what might happen after Michiganders go to the polls? I would expect recounts. I would expect court challenges. I think you're going to see people claim that some nefarious things were happening. Possible legal battles aside, just how much different might day-to-day life be after the election dust settles? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. We're coming to the end of another election cycle, though they do seem to be endless these days. For the last couple of cycles, terms like the election of the century and the most consequential election of a lifetime have been thrown around. Over the years, we have certainly seen changes. Nobody is going to argue that. But post-election day, after this November 8th, how much change might we actually see in Michigan? It's on a spectrum, right, which is really at the heart of your question. And a lot of it depends on what the status quo is, because right now we have divided government in Michigan, where the governor's mansion is controlled by a Democrat and the state legislature, both chambers are controlled by Republicans. So. We're in the situation where the likelihood is that not much happens in periods of divided government. And I think you've seen that over the last couple of years with the rocky relationship between Governor Whitmer and the Republican legislature. If Tudor Dixon wins and the legislature stays Republican, you could see some pretty dramatic changes. I think you would see a lot more legislation go through the process, the same would be true if Governor Whitmer wins re-election and Democrats take control of both chambers. That right there is the voice of Dr. Dave Dulio. He's the director of the Center for Civic Engagement at Oakland University. So the change may not be as substantial as the election ads want you to believe them to be. But that does not mean there won't be change. I asked Professor Dulio what a sweep by the Democrats, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, Attorney General Dana Nessel, and Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson might look like. If Governor Whitmer wins re-election and Democrats take control of both chambers, which they have a chance to do for the first time in a long, long time, if that were to transpire, we would see a lot more legislation come. And of course, if Governor Whitmer wins re-election and one of the chambers switches will sort of have the status quo all over again, or if both chambers stay Republican controlled and Governor Whitmer wins again. It could be huge shifts in one direction or the other, 
I think the more likely scenario is more, let's call it gridlock, and uh, uh, you know, more of the status quo, more of the same. What if Michigan's next governor, attorney general, and secretary of state are Tudor Dixon, Matt DiPerno, and Christina Caramo? For that, I turn to Zach Gorchow, the executive editor and publisher of Gong War Michigan. You'll have almost entirely Republican government at that point. You have to assume the legislature will be Republican. You'd have a very conservative government. Things Republicans have been wanting to do the last four years that they couldn't because Whitmer was governor, like cutting the income tax dramatically, would be on the table right away. They'll have about $6 billion in surplus revenues at their disposal to do with as they see fit. So that's a biggie. Christina Caramo, one of the leading election deniers in the state, so her management of the elections apparatus will be closely watched. You know, and I suspect Matt DiPerno and Tudor Dixon would probably work well together as attorney general and governor and seem very like-minded on a lot of different issues. So we would probably see some type of cooperation from them in bringing various cases. So we've talked about what happens if the Democrats or Republicans sweep the top of the ticket. But what happens if there's a mix? Like, what happens if two Democrats and one Republican win, or two Republicans and one Democrat? Here's the other Zach again. Traditionally, when Michigan has had attorneys general and governors of opposite parties, you do have some clashing there. Mike Cox and Jennifer Granholm, Frank Kelly and John Engler had their differences. But, you know, one thing that Frank Kelly always said was, he told John Engler after they both won in 1990, you're going to get the finest legal representation and you'll never have to worry about a leak. But things have certainly changed. Bill Schuette and Rick Snyder were of the same party and got along terribly. And certainly if Matt DiPerno comes in as attorney general and starts opening criminal investigation to the governor right away, it's going to be a pretty toxic situation because the governor and her team are going to be very circumspect about the extent to which they work with him and talk to him because anything they say could or would be used against them. He's tried to walk it back a little bit and basically said he's at least open to the idea. But he has campaigned in the past on saying he would open these investigations. Now, if there is some kind of split, whether it's between the governor, attorney general, and secretary of state, or if it involves the legislature, Professor Dulio points out that not only is governmental gridlock common, but it's not as big of a barrier as it's made out to be. Governor Whitmer talks about this often on the campaign trail that she signed uh, all this bipartisan legislation. Well, that's true. Any legislation that she would sign is bipartisan, by definition, because the Republicans control both chambers of the legislature. Things in government do happen even when you've got bitterly divided partisans on both sides. We just don't hear about the bipartisan work that happens, frankly, on a daily basis. It's not as maybe newsworthy. There are certain things, for instance, that have to happen right? They have to pass a budget. They have to pass appropriations bills to fund the government. It's the other stuff. Can they come together and do something long-term on infrastructure? Can they come together and do something long-term on education, on taxes, et cetera, et cetera, right? Those are the places where listeners need to keep an eye out in the next couple of years to see what, if anything, gets done. We'll sort through some of the local possibilities in a second. But before that, it's important to point out that the possibility of chaos is not contained to Michigan. Far from it. 
control of the United States Senate could hinge on the state of Georgia, which if one of the two major party candidates doesn't get a majority of the vote, the top two candidates will go to a runoff in December. So it could be a whole nother month. And then there's Pennsylvania. The rules there are such that the ballots will be counted until late in the week because the rules there are that as long as your ballot is postmarked by election day, if you're voting absentee, it'll be counted. And of course, delays in the mail that might happen, they might still be getting ballots Friday or Saturday. Going back to 2020, we've seen the post-election atmosphere be chaotic. And for some, that's putting it mildly. There's no question that there has been some doubt sowed into the American election system, and Professor Dulio thinks we could be in for a familiar feeling come Tuesday and beyond. I think it's ripe for not only an extended counting process and everything that comes along with that, some of these races for some of these offices are going to be so close. I would expect recounts. I would expect court challenges. The longer it goes, I think the harder it is for some folks to let go of it. I think the worst case scenario is on election night when we see one candidate in the lead when folks go to bed and then they wake up and the other candidate has taken the lead and people say, well, what the heck happened? I thought it was going to end one way and it ended the other. And I think you're going to see people claim that some nefarious things were happening. And that's where we get into trouble when we don't trust the process, when we don't trust the transparency. Will we see a flurry of lawsuits? And if the answer is yes, how many of them will be legitimate challenges? Here is Zach Gorchow one more time. It's hard to predict that, Zach, to be honest. Some of the cases brought in 2020 were were plainly ridiculous. They had no basis at all. But there have been cases brought that had some legitimacy prior to the election. You know, the Republicans did challenge Secretary Benson on whether she complied with the Administrative Procedures Act in the 2020 cycle when issuing guidance. And the courts ruled she did not. That didn't mean that she was violating the election law because this was not the election law that the court said she had violated. But she didn't follow the procedures that she should have, the court said. So some of it, you know, is legitimate. But we've seen in politics, when people lose, they can get really desperate, especially now where it's become so tribal. And it feels like the strategy will be throw everything against the wall and see what sticks. This podcast is not an election guide, nor is it a piece of prognostication to speculate on the results. How much change is on the horizon? It's hard to say. But... The potential for big changes here in Michigan is as possible as it has ever been before. Thanks to both Dave Dulio and Zach Gorchow for sharing their knowledge with us today. This podcast would not be possible without the work of our digital team. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want to hear more of The Daily J? Subscribe to the podcast using the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.